Hi, I'm Steffo. You're listening to Love at First Watch, where I talk about rom-coms with rom-com lovers like myself. Today, I'll be talking to Alex Felix about her favorite rom-com, The Proposal. All right, let's jump right into it. Enjoy. Thank you for coming. Oh my gosh. She's also the actress in my short film. Yes, so I just, plug. I just love getting to spend time with you and talk to you. You're a very fun, wonderful creative to be around. Oh my God. Okay. This is supposed to be our love story now. Like, I know, hey. right? <laughs> um, but anyways, back to putting pressure on you. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. So gonna I'm going to give you 30 seconds to explain the plot to everyone. Okay. So 30 seconds starts now. Okay, ready to go. Okay, so Margaret is this really high power, really strong, independent woman, but she's kind of a witch. And she has this assistant, and but strong women aren't witches. She has this assistant named Andrew, who's kind of her little bitch. Oh, sorry. Or her little like boy who like is her assistant and has to do what she says. And she's getting deported because she's Canadian. And she says he has to marry her. Ah! I have eight seconds. And then this is whole love story where they go to Alaska. She meets his family and then they do fall in love. And it's like an enemy lover trope. Okay. That was great. It was really stressful. Oh my God. You explained <laughs> everything. I got really nervous. You added details about yeah. Alaska? Yeah. Wow. I didn't, but I didn't want strong, independent women aren't bitches. I'm sorry. They aren't. But she just kind of tends to be. Or people Rude. look at her as a bitch Yeah, too. I mean, she she also kind of puts out that energy, but it's yeah. not because she is strong and independent. It's just because she chooses to put out that energy. Also, like, maybe protecting herself from people. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. I do that, so. Yeah, it's okay. But you don't come across as one, so. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay, Sorry, so. Sorry, All right. I know. So, why is this your favorite rom-com? It's funny that I literally just kind of spent the last minute dragging her because I love strong women. And I feel like a lot of rom-coms have the female character as kind of this little ingenue, naive. Mm. Like, they really flipped the script and they made the female character the empowered character. Mm. And and she holds a, a position of power over her assistant, Andrew. And I, I liked seeing that dynamic. It was unique. It was different. Mm -hmm. And... I think because of that, it's always been something that I found fun. Mm -hmm. Is this like your comfort movie, you would say? It's one, definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll just put it on because it'll, it will always make me laugh. I will never not laugh at Betty White in the forest doing her little dance. Uh -huh. Her little native dance. <laughs> and when she, when Sandra Bullock like offers the dog up in for in exchange for her cell phone, it's just a, it's a great film. It's hilarious. It's, it's comforting. Ryan Reynolds looks wonderful. Sandra looks wonderful. And... I love them both. Yeah, I know. It's like a very, like, comedy-heavy yes, rom-com. And yes. I love that about it. Totally. Yeah, you're literally, like, laughing out loud while you're yeah, watching it. It's great. So. It's great. Okay, so how close to reality do you think this plot line is? Just the green card, like, plot line alone is going to be like a, <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of— That kind of takes me out of the reality of it because— I mean, I do know a few people who have— you know, married for green cards, but it's a, it's an intense process. And so, but they do show that's an intense, pro intense yeah, process. Yeah, they like, do. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole Alaska subplot, which was like filmed, I Googled it earlier, it was filmed in like Massachusetts. It was Boston. Like Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, wow, that's what Alaska looks like? I don't know about that. You know, I mean, I don't know how realistic it is. Uh, but because the love that came out of it was yeah. very like mm -hmm. genuine. I guess and pure. that's more of it. Like like how realistic is like them falling in love in that way. You know, like I mean, they hated each other, but yeah. then she had to use him a little bit. Yeah. How I mean, I, I think we we only see it's kind of like how at the devil was in the beginning of Devil Wears Prada, we see like a, a strong character. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the character of her is so intense and so unlikable so early yeah. that it's like that, but that's the whole point to like set off and get us to the action, which is mm -hmm. happening in Alaska. We're like peeling the layers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like in in real life, there would be more nuance 
to her as a person. I'm sure she was that strict, mm-hmm. like kind of intense woman. But in other aspects, maybe there were moments that had, if there are moments prior to this like forced engagement where they, yeah. that she had ha- like had her guard down and they had had like moments of connection, yeah. intimacy, not mm-hmm. like physical intimacy, mm-hmm. just like not this human interaction. Yeah, humanity, exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. If I was Ryan Reynolds' character, if you, especially if you like switch the gender roles, woo! Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. It'd be a little then, icky. Because then it's like the like the CEO yeah. man, like, and his little assistant, which I mean, they do that. They do, they don't not do that, but like, especially if they're borderline abusive. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know the timeline exactly, but like, how fast do you think they fell in love, right? Because it's like, it was like two weeks. It was like a week and a half. Right? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> really? Really? It just took Alaska? Like, shit, I'll be starting to have first dates in Alaska like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I'm like, hmm. I'm falling. I mean, it, I guess it could happen. People can fall in love that quick. Hey, anything can anything's happen. Anything's possible. Anything can happen. Now, will it? Should it? <laughs> eh. yeah. But can it? Absolutely. Yeah. How do you feel about Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock's like, chemistry on screen? I thought they were great. I do feel like... Maybe I just haven't seen it not happen. I feel like Ryan Reynolds could just have chemistry with a rock. Like he That's is a true. very charismatic human. Yeah. So, and then Sandra Bullock just seems like she's a, she's an inspiration to me in so many ways. But she just also seems like a gem of a human mm-hmm. that it makes sense to me that it worked, right? Mm-hmm. Because they both just seem like, because you, you, know, you know those horror stories of actors or people who have like not the best reputation where it's like, okay, I know that you had to work together. Mm. I feel like that was just a fun set to be on. Yeah, for it, sure. I, I don't know for sure, but like it just perception wise, I was like, mm-hmm. they seem like they both seem like good people. Yeah. I love when good people create together. And I guess they were friends before too. Like they were oh, really friends. Yeah, they were friends. That. I feel like that kind of helped a little bit with like their chemistry. Yeah, on for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, awesome. yeah, I mean, you're an actress, so you kind of understand how chemistry works. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing about romance scenes is when you don't know the people at all and they just throw you in there. And you're just like, all right, tell me. Yeah, to like what are you supposed out, to fall in love stranger? with? <laughs> and then you like pull all your acting skills and you're just yeah. like, mm-hmm. Love you. No, you really have the good you had good chemistry with Gustavo. Well, Gustavo's yeah. also wonderful. It's also like if if your scene partner is wonderful, mm-hmm. it's easy. Mm-hmm. If they're not, then it's like, don't touch me, but we love each other. <laughs> But yeah. please don't touch me. That doesn't happen often. Don't worry. I hope it doesn't. No. Yeah. It's only happened like once, like a long, long time ago. Okay. So yeah. back to the proposal. Yes. So, I've never been proposed to. Oh, me either. It's okay. We have some, that in common. Some days this. Yeah, it will happen. It will happen. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel about the whole like enemies to lover? Because they were straight up enemies, which you're talking, you touched on it a little bit where you're like, how did it go from like, like how did it do a 180? Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a kind of suspended reality of romantic comedy. I mean, it can be cheesy. Mm-hmm. We, you're talking about how we're both readers and a lot of the times fantasy and stuff, there's a lot of enemies to mm-hmm. love her. And I, and I do love that. I do. It gets it's extra passion and steamy. And it's like, ooh, what would I say in real life? Again, don't know how realis- realistic it is, mm-hmm. but it's fun. I like it. it yeah. I, li- I think it's actually probably one of my favorite tropes. I feel like it's a lot of people's favorite tropes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like what other romance tropes? I guess yeah. like friends. Friends. Childhood friends to lovers, yeah, strangers but, to lovers. Not enemies. Gotta not make it fiery. Enemies, you gotta, gotta get, get the fiery. fiery. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be lovers, be enemies for well, maybe not in real life. Don't do that in real life. Yeah. But in in, in content. a film, yeah. Sure. It's fine, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess for me, like what I love about enemies to lovers, like there's always like a miscommunication, but they actually do really like mm-hmm. there's 
they do like each other, but something happened in between. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case here. Um, like, do you remember, like, at the beginning of the film, like, was there miscommunication or was she just known as, like, a bitch? I, well, I think, well, you, put, you brought up something earlier that I think was a really interesting point. And I think it was more that, because the I don't know if there's miscommunication between them, but I think the audience was able to see that she kind of had, a, like, a facade mm, up. Mm-hmm. How she was, like, very, like, when she was in her apartment, she was completely alone, mm-hmm. like, her entire life. Was work. Work. Mm-hmm. And it was being threatened, right, by deportation, which is very serious. And at first, like, before she even thought to, like, get married, she was like, oh, I can work remote, like, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a whole backstory to yeah, her. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that kind of, like, lets it, let yeah. her, lets her, lets it be okay that she was like that. <laughs> I, I think I think it's also like who you are at work versus you, who you are at home, and I think the the True. the boundaries got blurred for them because obviously like they're sharing a room, mm-hmm. they're sharing the baby maker blanket. Oh my like, god! Right? Okay, let's talk about that because I love the whole. Okay, <laughs> I know I was talking about tropes like uh-huh. close proximity, yes, fake dating, yes, like all of the above. Like, yes. I love all that. Oh my gosh, that scene when they're like coming out of the shower and they just like you're like ah. No, yeah. no, they, I mean, I think, I think the reason why people like this movie so much is because it's not like a, it's not like an intense rom-com, like mm-hmm. a, like The Notebook, which is so fun, but it's but like that's intense. Rom-drom, I feel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this is just like fun. Yeah. It's silly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a feel good. Like you're not going to sit there and really get your emotions hurt. You're not going to yeah. sit there like and cry. It's just like a feel good film. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times, as much as we want to create these intense, like, like life-changing narrative. Sometimes people just want something light. To Which is good. why I love rom-coms. Yeah. Because I'm like, I just sure. want to be like, like it's potato chips for the brain. Yeah. That's what I for say. For sure. And that's beautiful. And I feel like the proposal does it well. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. You just watch it. You have 90 minutes with yeah. them. And then you're like, okay, cool. I love it. You're like, Next. that was great. That was great. <laughs> Okay, I love fake dating, especially with family, because, like, literally, like, they have to pretend they're in love. So I'm like, if you're pretending, you're going to fall in love eventually. If you're going to, like, the whole sharing the bed, which is in books and in, yeah, um, yes, in yes. like, movies, I, you know. I would I would not be good at that. I'd be like, well, we're here. <laughs> Might as well. No, yeah. I mean, I've had situations where I've, like, hid romances. Like, the opposite, where I've, like, hid romances. Oh, okay. From fa- like from family members and even that I'm just like because it's just like the ups sneaky. the ante it's the sneaky it's the sneaky yeah and so like you have this shared little secret and then of course with the like the close proximity they always say like hatred and love are so close like yep. they're both passionate like yep. the opposite of hatred isn't love it's it's not feeling anything it's apathy mm-hmm. and they're not apathetic towards each other there's really something there and so mm-hmm. it's cool watching it switch and watching how like much she is like dragging her heels in. And how much she doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. But she can't. She can't stay away. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I couldn't either from Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah. And he's so funny. I mean, he's just we're like, talking about comedy fun, again. He's just like, he just has good vibes. Yeah. And I did read somewhere where it's like she literally has like a slick bun mm-hmm. at the beginning. And mm-hmm. at the end, she has like flowy hair. It just kind of shows. You know, hair and makeup and like wardrobe and things like that, they don't get enough credit. Because they really do a great job. There's of, a like, story within that. Yeah, like yeah. mapping the narrative of these characters. And like we we see it and we like take it for granted mm-hmm. because it's like, it's what we're used to. We don't yeah. know that there are other options. But it's so cool how intentional they are. Yeah, because it literally shows her like journey her of arc. her opening up. Yeah. yeah, her arc through her hair. I love that. So, eh? <laughs> she should, queen. So, I feel like his family plays a big part of, like, their relationship. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I'm like, how much does family inform, like, 
your love for somebody, like the way they interact with your family. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. I've dated some characters. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're also special to me in their own way. But some of them I'm like, I couldn't like this I will tell you right now, this will not work because I could never bring you home to my family. Cause I have a Filipino and a Mexican family. Yep. They have opinions, they have judgments, and they will tell you. And they will tell the person. They'll be like, mm. To their face, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and 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 my family. I mean, I wouldn't if I felt strongly about someone, and and maybe I thought that my family was passing an unfair judgment, then I would fight for them. Mm-hmm. But if I know before I even like bring them home that like it's not good, then like I, I think family is real. I mean, family is a good judgment, mm-hmm. not all, because there are definitely like yeah. different situations mm-hmm. that that could be accounted for. But I think. If they can get along with your family, you're stuck with them forever. Yeah. Which yeah. she could get along with them easily. I mean, right? her and Betty White. Her and Betty White in the forest. I mean, if you can yeah. do a native tribal chant with grandma, mm-hmm. I think I think you're rocking. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like like she showed them a different side of her too, which I feel like mm-hmm. they also fell in love with her. Oh, for yeah, sure. Especially because I remember how they were saying in the beginning, oh, this is like the boss that you were sending us emails about how much you hated. And then she was kind of this. I mean, she still she was like a little bit of like an adorable girl, uh-huh. you know, because she was so awkward and so fish out of water. Mm-hmm. And this like city girl goes rural, rural, goes yeah, another trope. <laughs> exactly, it goes Alaska of all places. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think I th- family is super important when considering a relationship, and and it's cool that the family played such a big role in this one, but that, mm-hmm. and the whole family too, not just like siblings and like parents it was yeah like, which i feel like she realized like oh damn he's a big family man yeah. and i feel like that's why she also fell in love with him she's like sure. oh my god your family's great like yeah 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 oh i think she also saw him as i think she used to see him as like a, a one note person mm. right just her assistant and then anytime you learn more about the intricacies of someone's life once you realize that like every single person has their own history they are nuanced mm. they are flawed but they also have like these wonderful things about them i think she saw like what he was dealing with, with with the relationship with his dad and like mm. how much he had sacrificed to make her life easier, right? Yes. And she kind of took that for granted. He yeah. would order the same coffee for like, so that just in case something happened to one, mm-hmm. she could have the coffee that she wanted. Mm-hmm. So I think that having, like seeing him in a different light really helped their love story mm-hmm. flourish. And vulnerability. Yeah. You made me think of that right now. Like they be, both became very vulnerable with each other. <laughs> that is, that is. You know what? Maybe that's why. Now that I thought about it, Maybe that's why people like rom-coms because I think to fall in love to an extent, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them kind of show people at like, they have all the chaos. They have mm-hmm. all like the fun and games. And then at the at the root, it's two people who want to find love, want mm-hmm. to be in love. And they have to strip all that away and, and, and be connect. real and be vulnerable and connect. And we all want connection. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It is hard. Yeah, Vulnerability is not easier fun. I was talking to someone recently and, and he was saying like, you wouldn't let anyone into your house, right? You're not going to open the door to, for every single person on the street, but like for the right people, you can't like lock that door. Mm-hmm. You have to open it up for the right people. And I was like, damn, that got me right now. <laughs> Cause I, it, yeah, for me personally, it was really hard to be vulnerable. And like, like my boyfriend ended up being the right person. And I was like, fuck, how do I let him in? I don't even know. I had someone break up with me because they're like, like, when you're struggling, you don't open up. And I'm like, but I'm handling it myself. Yeah. I'm a Virgo. Same. I'm going to do it. It's the art signs. I was like, I just didn't want to put it on you. And they're like, but, but, but they want it. 
they and, want you to put it on and them I a little get it, bit. And it's yeah. something that I struggle with, but it's something that yeah. I'm aware of and I'm working on. Yeah. And I think having that conversation with that man that I did, I was like, okay, you know, it's not, it's not a locked door. Mm-hmm. It, you can be selective. You yeah. can look through the people. You can make sure that the person's not like, I don't know. Let it carrying, fit in a little bit. Yeah. Carrying, <laughs> I was going to say carrying an axe. Who's <laughs> carrying yeah. an axe at my front door. But, but that's where you get like, the the real, the yeah. juicy, the honest, the vulnerability. And yeah, because you can want love, but if you're not willing to open up to that person, then then they you they can't give you love no, back. No. You know, and one reason that people come back to these movies is because it's like you can let it go. It doesn't have to be serious. You can see other people do it, and 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 they always say like art inspires life and life inspires art, and it's a it's a cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think at the end of the day, when you see people, obviously it's a little cheesed up, but when you see people opening up and find love, finding love, it's like oh. Maybe, I Maybe can that could happen yeah. to me too. <laughs> Maybe that could be me one day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel like that. Shoot. But that's the thing. Like, like for me, someone who is not willing to be vulnerable in a relationship. Like, I love rom-coms. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's maybe like a fantasy. Like, oh, I wish I would have opened up to all these people in yeah. my past. It's, it's hard, though. It's hard, though, because it's, there's so many. I feel like there's a phrase, there are other fish of the sea, which is a good phrase mm-hmm. to have when, you know, you're going through a breakup, whatever. But there's also, in my opinion, too many fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. Like now, because of social media, because of dating apps, you have constant access to like hundreds of thousands yeah. of people. And because of that, you don't want to get like the second someone does one thing that you don't like or or like you can just move on and find someone else. You don't have to actually stick through something. And you don't and do work through work. it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's like that doesn't benefit anyone. And so I think I don't even know where I'm going with this, but well, you got to work through it. You got to work through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I think seeing people do the work and having those cu- tough conversations because a lot of times these rom coms, one of the tropes is that like they break, they break up and yeah. they separate and then they come back together. Yeah. But it just shows you that like it's not an easygoing thing. You can't just like give up because mm-hmm. I, I normally a lot of times like even this one like she ends up fighting for it. Right? You yeah. have to fight for things. Mm-hmm. If it's not the right thing, okay. But like you can't just. Give but up. if you know it's the right thing in your heart, then you want to keep fighting for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just you can't just be apathetic and be like, whatever, I'll find someone else. Like, no, you gotta care. You have to care. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, Aww. this got really deep <laughs> about the proposal. <laughs> hey, to be like that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> but it's it's true though. It and, is. and I think that's why I'm like, like, I wanted to do this podcast because like I love rom com so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it teaches us a lot about love and life and all of that. And like, yes, it can be fluff and it can be all of that, but I think underneath all that there's a lot of messages about love like yeah and I and I think there's a reason that they're created mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of the time specifically things that like women like are kind of thrown apart thrown to the side as like silly cheesy yeah. like oh you like Chick coffee blah, yeah. blah, blah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like what any, coffee no, no 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 but like no anything that like women enjoy like iced coffee blah blah oh, like your yeah, basic yeah. whatever like yeah. that's and and I think that's a detriment to us because there's a reason that people resonate with this stuff and maybe maybe it's an example for men to look at some of these rom-coms not all of them not all of them. But like some of them would be like, oh, women are falling for this because of this like positive behavior. Mm-hmm. By a man. By a man. Yeah. And maybe that's something that we can listen and, and learn from. And and I know some of my favorite men in my life are like, I love a rom-com. And I'm like, good. 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 <laughs> As you should. Because it's yeah. just it's just nice. Yeah. Not, it, it doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be like graphic. Not everything we consume has to have a big meanie. Yeah, or like or to break us apart or like trauma like, porn. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's nice to just like watch people be happy. Mm-hmm. Just especially for people of color. Yeah. Woo! That's my message always. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just want to see us happy and in love. And I would I would love to see 
more wrong. And there, it's it's happening. And yeah. I know you're, you're going to be at the forefront of this in the future, for <laughs> sure. But I, I want to see more of rom-coms, like, featuring people of color. Yeah. Because so many stories around, like, diverse stories are just trauma porn. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just people hurting. Yeah. And everyone falls in love in mm-hmm. every sort of neighborhood. With different people. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't even have to be about— I mean, it shouldn't even be about race. It should just be about the Then love falling story. in love with, like, another human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do want to give you some numbers for you to guess. Okay. Um, so I want you to guess what this has on Rotten Tomatoes. 83. 83? Yeah. Did you— No, I didn't look it up. Okay, okay. What is it? Forty-five percent. What? Yeah. I'm <laughs> upset. Right? It does not deserve forty-five. At least eighty-three, eighty-ish. What, you... what haters are out there? Mm-hmm. Wow. That I'm. I'm enraged. Yeah, me too. That's because. Yeah, it's, it's a feel-good movie. It's not out here to like make you. It's not an Oscar nom. I get it. Yeah. I'm salty. Whatever. But it's like, it's like, you know, film bros are like, film crit- critics are like, oh my god, this is yeah, such a... Yeah, they're out here loving licorice pizza. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, exactly. You know, so it's just, it's just Whatever. the way that they're looking at. I'm gonna go at. make like 100 accounts. Yeah, so that's what it has on Rotten Tomatoes. So now, okay, but it was also directed by a woman, so I'm like really happy about that. Yeah. Can you imagine Julia Roberts playing opposite Ryan Reynolds in this movie? Oh, you know what? For a second, I thought Julie Andrews. <laughs> Julia Roberts. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I was like trying to get that age discrepancy down. Did you see like the grinds? I was like, like the it's gears not going? that. It's not that. Serious. I mean, I mean, was she up for it? Well, she was, but she she wanted to get paid more. No, um, I'm so happy Sandra did it. Yeah. I love Sandra. I don't know if she would have done the comedy right. Yeah, yeah. And Sandra has like an edge to her that I don't know if Julia Roberts says that I think Margaret's character needed. Yeah. And it really made that like enemy celebrity yeah. show. Julia Roberts is kind of like, oh. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't see her doing a lot of comedy. She's more drama. Yeah. So I don't know if that would have went. It no, would have not been no, a comedy heavy was, film. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the last question is. Okay. What did this film teach you about love? Oh, that's a nice question. I mean, kind of circling back to what we talked on before, I think it just taught me the importance. Well, this is something that I work on, like, with every relationship I have in my life. But every single person Mm -hmm. is just a person. It does not matter how how high power they are, how famous they are, especially in this industry, Mm -hmm. like, or how not they are. Every person is a person. And when you strip away all the bullshit, they're just people. And if you could make a connection based on, like, that that genuine nature, mm-hmm. you're golden. You can get through all the other stuff. You can get through the immigration. You can get through the family stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think this movie did a really good job of stripping away each of the characters' mm-hmm. facades and kind of just showing them in their base format and showing how they fell in love, love with that. Yeah. yeah. Aw, I love that. Yeah. Okay, thank you for coming thank on. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Okay, that was the episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at IllyMag and at its underscore Steffo. You can follow Alex at its Alex Felix on all platforms. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you next time. Bye.